the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Investigators are piecing together how an airline ground agent at SeaTac International Airport stole an empty commercial airplane. Family spokesman Mike Matthews says Richard Russell, whose nickname was Bebo, did not mean any malice towards anyone. As the voice recordings show, Bebo's intent was not to harm anyone. He was right in saying that there are so many people who have loved him. Russell performed dangerous loops and other maneuvers before crashing into a remote island in Puget Sound. President Trump says he may have to get involved personally because he says the FBI is refusing to cooperate with a public records request for former FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe's text messages. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager explains how he has gotten so wise. It was one of the greatest decisions of my life not to do homework in high school. It freed me to explore life. I didn't use that time to watch TV. They'll do some passion from woodwork to musical instrument to a foreign language to reading. My God, is that better? The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Thank you for tuning in to The Patriot on this Sunday afternoon. It's a gorgeous August day here in the Twin Cities. Lots of sun out there. We'll get near 90 later on for our high. Later on tonight, perfect. Clear skies will dip to the low 60s for our low. Up next here on the Patriot, it's the closer, Brad Carlson. He's on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we'd like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into the show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call at 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, please do so. You can just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag NarnShow. For any comments or questions regarding today's show content, and as always, we appreciate you tuning in as we're closing out this weekend's programming of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Happy to be with you. Uh, I think my voice is finally coming back. Uh, if you listen to Mitch's show yesterday, he was promoting his uh, cover band, Elephant in the Room, playing at a venue up in Ramsey, which happens to be where my wife and I reside. And, of course, how could we not go when it's basically right in our backyard? And Mitch is, of course, a good friend of ours. And I've gotten to know, uh, obviously, uh, former board op. Uh, well, Ryan, where you're sitting, uh, Tommy Wynn, he, uh, uh, he's a member of the band now. So uh, he used to sit right behind the glass. So, Ryan, if you ever aspire to be uh, lead singer of a cover band, it could happen for you, too. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, we went out to the uh, Outpost Barn Grill off Highway 10 in Ramsey, and it was an absolute blast. Uh, Mitch and Tommy and uh, Tor, John, and Paul, fantastic, fantastic time. And uh, they uh, they had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun as a crowd. And I was sing- I practically was able to sing along with every single song. And in addition, with the music being a little loud, I had to talk louder. So as a result, my voice was starting to dissipate a little bit. Uh, but I think it's coming back. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. So... Anyways, we will soldier on these next couple of hours. I do want to get to one news story this past week that uh, I read it, and it's not getting a heck of a lot of play, uh, at least not yet. But I have some theories as to 
you know, why it's probably not getting uh, a lot of play. This is from, uh, let me uh, be sure to uh, get the uh, source of the story. Uh, a New Mexico news station, KOB Channel 4, is the name of the new is the uh, news station. Uh, three of the, uh, uh, well, let me read it from the top, actually. Uh, three of the adults arrested after a raid on a northern New Mexico compound are accused of training children to commit school shootings, according to court documents. Now, that's just the first paragraph. Pretty explosive allegations, right, that you have a group of adults training kids to be school shooters. And right away, you wonder, why isn't this getting a little more play? Well, I have a theory on that, but I'll read a little bit more of it. Uh, The claim was made by a foster parent to one of the 11 rescued children. Meanwhile, in the 8th Judicial Court District in Taos, the father of missing Georgia of the missing Georgia boy Abdul Ghani Wahaj, whose remains are believed to have been found, made his first court appearance. Siraj Ibn Wahaj did not enter a plea on the child abuse charges. Prosecutors asked for him to be held in jail until trial. However, the judge said a hearing for the no bond detention motion for all five suspects will take place either uh, Friday or Monday. Uh, Janie Lavelle appeared before the judge immediately following Wahaj. She did not enter a plea. Lucas Morton was the third suspect who appeared in court Wednesday. He pleaded not guilty to charges of child abuse. Uh, Hajra um, Wahaj smiled as she appeared in court and addressed the judge. She also pleaded not guilty. Uh, Sabhana Wahaj was the final suspect to appear in court Wednesday. She pleaded not guilty. Okay, so uh, I hadn't, to be perfectly honest, hadn't heard much about these particular uh, perpetrator suspects, if you will. It's just suspects now. I, you know, these charges are only alleged. But this idea that they were training kids to be school shooters—you wonder why this didn't receive a lot more play because the media is so obsessed with school shootings. Now, I'm not going to go so far as uh, I thought was an irresponsible statement made by NRA spokeswoman Dana Lash to where she said the media enjoys, you know, school shootings, talking about them. Uh, I'm not going to go that far. I I don't believe that. Do, you know, do they certainly get more viewers or do they certainly, is there certainly more uh, emotions and charged up emotions attached to those particular stories? Of course. But this idea that uh, these human beings who are delivering the news, yeah, they sh- they probably have their biases and they probably have their own personal agenda, but this idea that they like talking about it, I, I don't know if that's not necessarily true. Perhaps it's a serendipity that they can use it as a cudgel against those who they oppose politically. But to say they enjoy it, I'm not even going to come close to going that far. However, why why wasn't this more highly reported, do you think? And here's the thing. Even if these kids carried out these school shootings, I, you know, Republicans, NRA, the usual suspects would end up getting getting the blame because that's the first thing a lot of progressives like to do is they like to hop on social media and, and it, particularly a lot of high profile prog- progressives, uh, you know, celebrities who are typically left of center and they've got a large social media following. They basically label NRA and Republicans as terrorists, blaming them for the perpetrator killing people. And, you know, Mitch says it on these airwaves all the time. Isn't it amazing how the perpetrator is never talked about? It's always the weapon of choice. In this in this case, obviously, firearm. And what needs to be done to ban firearms? It's almost as if the perpetrator is it holds no responsibility. As Mitch says, what is the, is the firearm magically levitated in the air and randomly firing off shots? Uh, you know, just out of nowhere? And, and again, you don't like to make light of this, but but that's that would seem to be kind of your logical conclusion if you're never going to talk about the perpetrator. Why not why not address some of those issues? You know, because at the end of the day, it doesn't it just doesn't doesn't fit the narrative, doesn't fit their agenda. And even if the motive is laid out, like you remember the uh, Pulse nightclub shooting back two years ago, June of back in I believe it was June of 2016, where Omar Mateen went to a a gay nightclub, you know, Pulse is a gay nightclub, and killed 50 people. And several others were, were wounded. And before he carried out the shooting, made a 911 call, essentially pledging allegiance to ISIS. 
But yet President Obama, when he made it, then President Obama, when he made his first statement about it, you know, basically said, well, we have to kind of adjust our attitudes in, in this society, in this country, because people living who they are, who they are, i.e. gay people, shouldn't be subjected to this kind of hate. And it's just like, that's all you took away from that? Are, are you saying Omar Mateen didn't mean it, that he was, mean it, that he was pledging allegiance to ISIS, that he was actually influenced by what, what, what Mr. President, bigoted Christians or something who, who don't like gays? Is that what he was insinuating? So my point is, is that even if this, even if these young people who were trained to carry out school shootings carried them out and these folks had an agenda, you know, that would all be swept away. It's the firearm that, that matters here. But uh, Michelle Malkin is doing it, and Ryan, if you've got that clip ready, it's about three minutes long. But I want to play this clip by Michelle Malkin because she's been following some of the suspects and kind of connecting the dots because apparently some of these suspects have, um, shall we say, relationships with suspects of previous high-profile crimes. And she kind of connects the dots, which no mainstream media outlet cares to do. So uh, I'll listen. To, I'll let you listen to Michelle Malkin. It's about, like I say, it's about a few minutes long where she weighs in on this uh, particular allegation. Again, three adults were arrested after a raid on a northern New Mexico compound where they were accused of training children to commit school shootings. Here's Michelle Malkin. Check out this headline from NBC News. Man arrested at New Mexico compound was allegedly training kids to commit school shootings. The man is Siraj Ibn Wahaj. The remains of his missing three-year-old son were found on the squalid property. But this isn't just any random man, any random suspected child abuser hell-bent on turning children into domestic terrorists. Wahaj is the Muslim extremist son of the infamous Siraj Wahaj Sr. He's the radical Brooklyn imam who served as a character witness for convicted 1999 World Trade Center terrorist blind sheikh Omar Rahman. And he held a top position at the jihad-coddling Islamic Society of North America. Have you been paying attention? I have. I reported 10 years ago on Wahaj's efforts to play subway ads promoting Islamic propaganda after he had been named one of 170 unindicted co-conspirators in the World Trade Center bombing plot and the subsequent New York City landmarks bombing plot. Middle East studies scholar and jihad watchdog Daniel Pipes noted at the time that the Wahaj, a black convert to Islam, had told a New Jersey audience of Muslim followers, quote, if we are united and strong, we'd elect our own emir and give allegiance to him. Take my word, if six to eight million Muslims unite in America, the country will come to us. Wahaj called for a replacement of America's constitutional government with a caliphate. He further declared that, quote, America is the most wicked government on the face of the planet Earth and that the U.S. is a, quote, garbage can that he prays crumbles. And he has called explicitly for raising a Muslim army to wage jihad in America. I pray Allah one day will bless us to raise an army. And I'm serious about this. We were very close recently. We had made intention to raise an army of 10,000 men in New York City, Muslim men, to go and fight in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I really am serious. And, and the day is going to come when that happens. If Muslims who really uh, understand the words of the Prophet Now this hate monger's son has been busted for holding 11 starving children hostage at a jihadi training ground very similar to the Muslim weapons and boot camps I've talked about which were established by al-Fuqra operatives in Colorado and al-Qaeda tied operatives in Oregon. You wouldn't know it from the sanitized mainstream media headlines but radical jihadists are operating in plain sight patiently plotting the deaths of their clueless neighbors and fellow citizens. Looking the other way at the violent Islamic imperialist ideology that drives them will be our demise. Okay, that's Michelle Malkin. Again, follow her Facebook page, Michelle Malkin Investigates. Uh, She uh, has kind of put together a separate aspect of Conservative Review TV where she's investigating some, uh, you know, well, issues like this and as well as uh, people who she feels were wrongly convicted of certain other crimes. So uh, she she has some fascinating stuff. And yes, this this is something that I was unaware of, how these dots being connected. And Michelle Malkin's been on this. Well, she initially wrote about some of this stuff 10 years ago. And 
I, I think the problem is, you know, she talks about the media not reporting some of this stuff. And I think part of it is they the media would feel like they would be vindicating President Trump because, of course, President Trump, that was his whole one of his mantras during his campaign for president, other than building the huge wall and making Mexico pay for it, was, of course, to issue a travel ban from certain countries where there have been some high profile terror suspects. Now, people interpreted that as, you know, Muslim countries. Well, in fact, the countries that Trump named, yeah, there, there's obviously some Muslim residents, but some of the higher populated Muslim countries he didn't even name in this travel ban. Okay. And again, I'm, I'm not here to d- defend President Trump because, you know, he, he constantly makes verbal missteps and doesn't give the most coherent uh, portrayal of his agenda. And that's his own fault. Okay. It's nobody's fault but his. Uh, but my point is, is that the media would think, well, if we're going to bring stories like this to light, it would be, almost be validating what President Trump believes and resistance or something. We don't want to have anything to do with that. But uh, something to uh, definitely keep an eye on, that is for sure. And M- Michelle Malkin investigates on Facebook. Follow that Facebook page and uh, you'll get the story that a lot of other media outlets are not telling you. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. Also look up our Facebook page, the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook. Give it a like if you haven't done so already. And we will be back here in mere moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in, in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that, that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406, or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. We all have special dreams. If money were no issue, what's your dream? Join Online Trading Academy for our free investing class by dialing on your cell phone, pound 250, use keyword OTA, pound 250, keyword OTA. Ignore your teeth and they will go away. You only have one set of teeth, so keep them. Keep them in good working order with the help of Barnett Family Dentistry in Ramsey. No lectures, just great care. For all the smiles in your family, contact BarnettFamilyDentistry.com. Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services. So your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at WNAV-video.com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. 
You can check out my friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m., it is The King Banyan Show, one of the, uh, in my opinion, best shows on economics here in the upper Midwest. Ah, heck, in the whole United States of America, as far as I'm concerned. And my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, is heard on these very airwaves Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m. He is a headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I am the closer, closing out every weekend, Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m., right here on AM 1280. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And here are taking phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N-Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, obviously, we have talked uh, a lot about uh, Second Amendment rights and high-profile shootings and, of course, the culture war surrounding the uh, use of firearms. And uh, we've talked extensively about a lot of the mass shootings that have taken place over the last year, particularly at schools. And if you remember last May, there was a school shooting that occurred at Santa Fe High School in Santa Fe, Texas, which is uh, in the Houston metropolitan area. Ten people, including eight students and two teachers, were fatally shot with uh, several others wounded. And the Daily Signal, and if you're not reading the Daily Signal regularly, you're doing it, you're doing it wrong, uh, DailySignal.com, came out with a rather intriguing story about how this particular shooting in Santa Fe High School, not nearly as scrutinized or covered or students getting as much notoriety as, say, the those at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, which just three months before the Santa Fe shooting, uh, 17 ended up being killed. And obviously, you know, many of the high-profile students like David Hogg and Cameron Caskey and Emma Gonzalez, giving, given national media attention, fawning over, I dare say, being fawned over by our national media, but uh, nary a word from the students at Santa Fe High School. Wonder why that is. Well, we're going to explore that a little bit and uh, honored at this time to be joined by Grace Johnson, who happened to be a student at Santa Fe High School on that awful day back in May of 2018. Uh, she has since uh, graduated from Santa Fe High School and has gone on with life. But obviously, uh, this isn't something that you recover from in a year, a couple of years. This takes some time. Uh, she certainly has provided some insights and perspective as to why this particular uh, tragedy has not been covered as much as the one in Parkland, Florida. And we'll also uh, find out uh, how, how life is uh, treating Grace again just a mere few months after this uh, particular shooting took place. Uh, Grace Johnson, first of all, thank you for joining us on the broadcast today. How are you, young lady? I'm really good. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you uh Sharing the story, as I mentioned to you, Grace, uh, you know, we've talked a little bit uh, via text message. Uh, Kelsey Harkness, who wrote the story at the Daily Signal, I was very intrigued by it, reached out to her, asked if there's someone I could talk to about it. And uh, right away, she recommended you, Grace. So we uh, we appreciate you uh, sharing this story. I guess, um, first off, before we get into kind of uh, some of the aspects of the story about how Santa Fe tragedy has been so underreported, uh, as much as you'd like, Grace, Maybe share a little bit from your perspective uh, uh, that awful day back in May of 2018, if you care to recount some of the details and uh, uh, take it from there, Grace Johnson. Um. Well, so Parkland happened in February. Right. And about a week after, um, we had some pictures going around on Snapchat about this girl who's going to shoot at the school, but it wasn't from her. It was from somebody who posted a picture of her. Okay. Um, and, you know, since it was on Snapchat, a lot of people didn't believe it, but a lot of people did because Parkland had just happened. Um, and that day at school, um, the police came on the intercom and whatnot. You know, we went through the whole whatever, and we were on lockdown for a couple hours. Okay. Um, not knowing if it was a drill or if it was a false alarm or if it was real, but it ended up they came to the conclusion that it was a prank. Um, and, you know, we kind of joked about it after a while because, you know, we were the joke of Texas, <laughs> you know, like sure. somebody called the police because the teacher heard quote popping sounds like we were a huge joke. Okay. But three months later, um, on May 18th, um, I was late to school, like usual. I was a senior, and I never really showed up on time for first period. Little senioritis, uh, Grace, is that what you're trying to tell us? <laughs> oh, yeah. Very, very bad. It happens, I recall. Yeah, yeah. It happens. So um, I walked into school about 20 minutes after the bell rang, 
and you know, I went to my first period. I have I had ban- banned first period, and it was May, so we were done with everything. We weren't really doing anything, so I laid down in a side room to take a nap. And when I woke up, uh, it was only about ten minutes later, but I could see through the door window that the lights were flashing. The fire alarm was going off. So I walked out into the band hall and there was no one there. So I just assumed it was a drill because our school does fire drills. It seems like sure. twice a month. Yep. They are quite often and they're always during first period. So I didn't really think anything of it. Um, <clears throat> I heard some stuff going on in the hall, the hall that I don't normally take out to the courtyard. Um, but I just figured it was a drill. So I went to go see what was happening in the hall. And that's when I, could see kids outside running away and glass in the um, hallway was broken and somebody had fallen. And, um, you know, I kind of thought I was dreaming. The The noise was really loud. So I just kind of ran back into the band hall and that's when my band director was running back in and trying to unlock the door to the band hall to get back in. Okay. And, he, he came in, my other band director came in, and four kids, only four kids made it back in. The rest of them ran away. Um, and they were just yelling, you know, there's a shooter. And we ran up into the attic. Mm-hmm. There happens to be a cement room above our um, band hall. And we ran up there, and we stayed up there. We kind of took a second to breathe. And then my director took our phones. He didn't want us texting our friends, putting them in danger. Sure. Um, He didn't want us spreading false information since we really didn't know what was happening. Right. Um, And after that, it was just a long wait for about an hour. Um, Me and these four kids, we prayed, and then we worked on a puzzle. Other than that, it was one by one calling our parents, telling them we loved them. Um as the fire alarm is still going off and we can hear the gunshots across the hall and feel everything like in the floor. Um, and it was really scary for us because we were so close, but we didn't know what was going on. And about an hour later, the SWAT team came and started banging on the door and my director went down and opened it just to make sure that it was them. And, uh, we all came downstairs and they told us to leave our stuff. To, leave, uh, to walk at a single file line out of the band hall. And as soon as we stepped out the door, there were just pools of blood. And I didn't know it then, but that was our school officer, Officer Barnes. He had gotten shot in the elbow and it hit an artery. So it was his, but sure. down the hall were just kids on the floor. And, um, you know, that's really traumatizing. Sure. For, I mean, not just me, but I mean, these other kids who, you know, these sophomores, juniors, and they don't know where their friends are. They don't know what happened. So we're just walking out. And I mean, that's pretty much the extent of what happened in that hour. After that, it was all just getting shipped to the junior high and meeting up with our parents and whatnot. Yeah, and I think, I'm not sure if it was you, Grace, or, so, or maybe perhaps one of your fellow classmates alluded to this, that uh, you all got together and, pray, and, and prayed, and there was even some students who confessed not really even believing in a God, but in a situation like that, they were more than willing to, to uh, engage in prayer. So it may not have been the, uh, uh, the ideal time, but uh, certainly an opportune time to, to, to share your faith, Grace Johnson. Yes, that was me. Um, I'm... My, I was the band chaplain, and so my okay. kind of job throughout the year was whenever we had contests or football games, we just, I invited whoever wanted to to come pray. And so I felt like in that moment, that's what I needed to do. Um, I knew that some of the people up there did not believe in God, but I offered it out. I said, hey, you know, if you want, we can pray. Sure. And my friend who um, who is doesn't believe in God she was, um, she was just, yes, let's pray. Like, and I don't know if it was reaching out to God for her or if it was just the feeling of being close to each other and holding each other in such a vulnerable moment. Um, 
so whether it helped them spiritually or helped them mentally, you know, I was going to do whatever I could. Absolutely. Well, that, that is a sure sign of a leader. Uh, Grace, we do have to take a quick break. Are you able, able to hold through the commercial for the next segment with us? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, Grace Johnson, she, an alum of Santa Fe High School, talking about the school shooting that took place there three months ago. And her first-person account, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. When we come back, Grace is going to share with us her perspective as to why this is so underreported compared to the Parkland, Florida tragedy. Uh, Back in mere moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. If you wear a denture, are you sure your breath is clean and fresh? Try Polydent. It's specifically designed to clean a denture because it's tough on odor-causing bacteria, but gentle on the denture itself. Polydent has a four-in-one cleaning system with four powerful ingredients that work together to deep clean your denture. It kills 99.99% of odor-causing bacteria in laboratory testing and helps to remove stains. Feel confident and clean every day with Polydent. Available at Walmart for a low price every day. Hey, grilling fans, listen up. The sun is shining, temps are rising. And if there's one thing we know about summer, it's that this kind of weather doesn't last for long. So grab your grill, ignite those coals, and throw on some burgers, steaks, all your favorites. Because once this fire starts burning, the good times are sure to start rolling. Kingsford, start something. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. Step into Chet's Shoes in Columbia Heights for work, hiking, hunting footwear, and more. Check out our expanded line of women's work boots and our selection of New Balance shoes. Ready to ride this season? Be sure to check out our Harley-Davidson motorcycle boots. Don't forget, Chet's carries other essentials such as socks and inserts. Let us help you find the right footwear and the right size. Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights and visit us at chetsshoes.com. Remember, if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's culture? How does your faith in Jesus Christ relate to the world around you? Sometimes to have faith can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and sometimes challenging landscape. That's why you need to visit iBelieve.com. iBelieve.com is a site designed for Christian women. iBelieve.com has blogs, videos, and even daily devotionals. Whether you're looking for advice, ideas for your church group, or just an uplifting message, visit iBelieve.com. That's iBelieve.com. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment on the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson, here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag NarnShow. And feel free to look us up on Facebook, the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Give us a like, and if you leave a comment or question there, we'll get to that as well. And uh, again, we are joined via telephone uh, by Grace Johnson. She was a senior at Santa Fe High School in Santa Fe, Texas, just outside of Houston. When last May there was a uh, school shooting that took place, the gunman ended up uh, killing eight students and two teachers, and there were several others that were wounded. Uh, Grace kind of gave her first-person account of uh, what she saw that day and from her perspective and everything that had gone on. And Grace was interviewed, of course, at length for a story in the Daily Signal. Check out DailySignal.com about how this compared to the Stoneman Douglas shooting in Parkland, Florida, just a few months earlier, uh, where students are basically becoming national activists and uh, 
I dare I say, pundits on some of these national news shows, but not hearing a lot from the Santa Fe students. So we want to get uh, Grace's perspective on that. Okay, Grace, uh, I guess the meat of the story, obviously, is how this compared to Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, not receiving near the notoriety. I know you and your fellow students have had some perspective on that. Obviously, we were initially talked to by some uh, national media folks. What were some of the questions or inquiries that they had of you? Um, well, originally with um, media, they didn't want to hear anything on our political views or change. Um, nationally, we haven't really been in any media. Um, no one talked to you from they, national media? CNN? Nobody? Well, CNN did. Okay. Um, CNN called me while I was in shelter. Okay. Wow. Like, yeah, they found me on Twitter via my location. Okay. And looked up my number with public records and called me while I was in shelter, which could have put me in serious danger. Sure. Um, and when we went to the Capitol in Texas to talk with Governor Abbott, the media came in the room and my dad immediately called them out for that. But um, I'm pretty sure the last thing they want is to be responsible for the death of a student. Sure, sure. Um, but I tend to roll more with the media that um, is not automatically biased just because of um, our stance on, say, guns or stuff like that. Sure. And then obviously this being being Texas, uh, a lot of you and your fellow students, I, I don't know about you personally, Grace, but obviously your fellow students certainly have seen firearms up close. I dare say have even taken training on how to operate firearms and utilize them and um, right. What's your personal experience, I guess, uh, with firearms? Um, I grew up with guns. I've been shooting guns since I was 10 years old. Okay. And I'm 18 now, and my dad still goes over the safety procedures and makes sure my form's really good. And um, actually, the other day, I just shot the firearm for the first time since the shooting, which has been a milestone for me because... I'm not afraid of guns, but with I had some pretty pretty bad PTSD after the shooting. Sure. Um, and so a really important thing for me was to pick up a gun again and shoot it and be in control of it um, so that I can almost desensitize myself to, to the fact that that sound doesn't have to be associated with what happened on the 18th. So if I'm understanding right, then perhaps because you weren't taking up the... Uh, uh the cross, so to speak, of uh, calling on Congress to enact. Uh, uh, and no one ever defines what common sense gun control is, but that's what it's often being called. And typically a lot of the proposals, again, this is me talking that Grace. Grace, I don't want to speak for you. You have plenty of time to speak for yourself. <laughs> but typically what I hear is that the legislation that is being proposed would have done nothing to address the situation that took place in, in a given shooting. So did you, did anybody... Uh, did you get a feeling at least that uh, they weren't all that interested in speaking to you because you weren't taking that stance of uh, anti-gun activism? Um, our whole community got that because when, you know, they were multiple news um, stations were parked out in front of the high school, right in front of the crosses. Mm. So when we went to go pay our respects, we automatically, you know, had to deal with that. But um when they would interview us and we would start to talk about politics or, you know, how we are pro-gun or stuff like that, it would either get cut out or they would just avoid it altogether and they would go on to a different topic. And for most of the time, they just wanted to take pictures and videos of the students crying. Sure. And that's when my town said, you know, like, get out. How and I know there was uh, there was one teacher in uh, particular that indicated that obviously you know that helpless feeling that he wasn't uh, I I don't I don't know the statutes in your particular school if they're not allowed to uh, to carry guns but I know this has been this has been addressed where uh, perhaps a teacher who has received all of the proper background checks and and has gone through this uh, proper training that there'd be some sort of opt-in provision where a, a teacher could uh, carry a firearm. Is that something you or your other students would be would be open to? Uh, because I, I asked that, Grace, because this was suggested to some of the uh, Parkland 
high school students, and 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 they just indicated that, that that would just create more of a problem. A law by which never made sense to me. A law abiding citizen who's gone through the proper training having a firearm, but uh, is that something that you and your students um, perhaps would be open to? Many of our students support the arming of teachers. Um, it's but you would you would. Would you stop short of man? I mean, I the reason I'm I'm getting at this is because there are some who imply that there's laws being proposed that require teachers to carry, and I've seen no legislators. Uh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, uh, advocate for that. So we're stopping That's short a of that. Huge correct? like misconception. Yeah. That okay. With arming teacher, every single teacher is going to be armed. That is not the case. Okay. It's totally you know open to the teachers if you want to carry a gun. You can, but you have to go through these this training. You know, you have to go through the psychological exams, the background sure. checks, the training. And another misconception is that, you know, these teachers aren't going to be, you know, well-trained, but they will be just as trained as like, your school officers would. Um, my dad brought up the other day, some somebody was like, you know, well, I don't know what their level of training is. Well, you really don't know what level of training your school officers are, mm. but you trust them because they have that title of an officer. Sure, yeah, you and know, we it's, it's, and we remember it's the Stoneman secret. Sure, and the resource officer at Stoneman Douglas, a perfect example, actually uh, did not in, go into the school for several minutes. So, to your point, you don't even know what the resource officer is going to bring to the table, so to speak. Exactly. So I, how are you personally doing, doing, Grace? And the reason I ask is because we see so many of these mass shootings, whether it's in schools or, you know, we talk about the church in Sutherland Springs or, of course, the, the country music concert in Las Vegas where scores of people lost their lives. Right. And, you know, we have, we have the breathless reporting on it. We have our political back and forth over whether there should be gun control or not. And then it just seems like it's moving on to the next outrage and, I think about a lot of the the people who are left behind. It's like, okay, we can move on, but there are still family members who are mourning their loved ones. There are still folks like yourself, Grace, survivors who you and you alluded to have are enduring PTSD. Uh, you know, do you have some sort of support groups where you get together with each other and try to continue to lift each other up? And you know, and talk a little bit about your personal story because you, all, like I said, you mentioned the PTSD that you're you're going through right now. Right. Um, so I'm not in any support groups, but I, after the shooting, like I had shut down, you know, I was sleeping a lot. I, my parents were getting really worried about me. Sure. Um, but when I went to the Capitol to speak with governor Abbott and, you know, he was complimenting me on how many ideas I gave him, um, on things we could do to make our schools safer. That's when I kind of realized like, that's how I can heal from this because, you know, I've dealt with a lot of trauma in my life. This is not the first time that, you know, something um, hard that I've gone through something hard. Um, And I've always found that getting out there and doing something um, productive with my life has helped me cope. Um, My PTSD is not nearly as bad as it is as it was okay sometimes you know there's a really loud bang that puts me back but Mm. on a daily basis i don't really have a struggle with it anymore but being out there and voicing my opinions and doing the video and the article with daily signal and you know i went to dc to um, a conference like stuff like that makes me it gives me a purpose and that's what's helping me heal for folks who maybe want to keep track of, uh, of of your story, Grace, and perhaps some of your classmates, your your town in particular, and uh, I know that you're wanting to get your message out there as much as possible. Is there any particular website or other resources that you recommend for our listeners to keep tabs on to kind of uh, keep up with everything you have going on? You know, the Daily Signal, they've done such a great job with, they, they did the video, they did, you know, the article, they did a podcast. Um Unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of people covering it, which is why I've been so desperate to reach out to um, more people on a national level because this can't stay just in Texas. It needs to be, it needs to be a name like Columbine and stuff. It shouldn't have to be, but it right. needs to be. Um, so, as far as you know, organizations that are um, 
keeping tabs on it. I wish there were more, but right now the only people are the Her- or the um, the Daily Signal. Sure. Um, and some other people do little stories with it, but pretty much now, if anybody mentions Santa Fe, they're only talking about the safety measures that are being implemented. We uh, have you ever gone back, or were you able to go back to the actual physical building, the high school, uh, since that uh, particular incident took place? Because obviously, you graduated shortly thereafter. I mean, did you ever have an occasion right. to go back? So May eighteenth was our last day of school. Okay. Um. So in a way, my senior end, my senior year didn't end, mm. but um, we did go back about three days before graduation. It was completely optional. Um. Basically, they were like, if you want to come, we have people here that you can talk to. We have support dogs. Um, we have food. <laughs> um, and some people did go back because they just wanted to see their friends. We had um, a local high school um, came and supported us as we all walked in. Um, and then other than that, I had graduation, which we just did rehearsal in the gym. Um and then graduation itself. And then, um, yeah, after that, I went back last week just to return something for band. Okay. And that was it. Well, Grace, we certainly appreciate your uh, time today, and thank you for joining us, sharing your personal sh- story, sharing your perspective, and uh, as much opportunity as you want to to have your story out there. I hope there are certainly some other national outlets that will afford you this opportunity. I mean, everybody can watch the media coverage and probably ascertain that the media has their specific agenda, and I get that. But for young people such as yourself to endure something like this, to have the poise and the courage to uh, to share your particular story, I, I have the nothing but the utmost admiration for you. So, uh, again, thank you for sharing with my listeners your perspective, Grace, and uh, uh, blessings to you going forward. Thank you. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment of this hour. Go nowhere. AM1280, The Patriot. Paid advertising. Did you know Congressman Tom Emmer went to D.C. and became deputy chair of a private organization, the NRCC? The NRCC runs a pay-to-play scheme pressuring representatives to raise millions of dollars from special interest groups in exchange for key congressional committee positions. And you thought Congress was working for you. I'm A.J. Kern. I'm asking for your vote in the August 14th Republican primary. Let's help President Trump drain the swamp. I'm A.J. Kern, and I approve this message. Paid for by A.J. Kern for Congress. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Come on into the Rack Shack's new Egan location and wrap your taste buds around the Patriot Burger. Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, here with Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue. How are you liking that new Egan location? Oh, man, Egan is wonderful. We have so much more space and a dynamic center that allows us to better serve our in-store customer as well as our catering clients. You know, Keith, our listeners love the Patriot Burger almost as much as the Patriot. It's a brisket and chuck half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through American cheese on top and the American flag proudly flies out of the top of the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Get it? $12.80? Best burger in the USA. You really have to try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue's new Egan location. We're just a mile east of Cedar Avenue on Cliff Road in the heart of Cedar Cliff Center. You'll love our new digs. Come and see us today or join us at RackShackBarbecue.com. Rack Shack Barbecue, Did you know that your heart health is affected by good oral care? If it's been longer than six months since you scheduled your teeth cleaning, call Barnett Family Dentistry just off of Highway 10 in Ramsey. Quality dental care, courteous service, and respect for all the smiles in your family. Barnett Family Dentistry. We all have special dreams. If money were no issue, what's your dream? Join Online Trading Academy for our free investing class by dialing on your cell phone, pound 250, use keyword OTA. Pound 250, keyword OTA. 
Hey, folks, Dennis Prager here for Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. I've been telling you for years that they have a beautiful family-run store with the largest selection of loose diamonds in the state. Now, Continental Diamond is the home for Breitling Watches, the only independent jewelry store in the Twin Cities to offer these amazing Swiss timepieces. Favorites of pilots all over the world, check out the amazing selection of Breitling chronographs at Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and find them online at ContinentalDiamond.com. Welcome back, Game 20 to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. This is me, Brad Carlson. One final segment this hour. Thanks, as always, for uh, tuning into the broadcast. And here to take your phone calls again, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. I did want to get to uh, the president, again, taking on NFL players. This uh, were a couple of tweets from this past Friday. Uh, the NFL players are at it again, taking a knee when they should be standing proudly for the national anthem. Numerous players from different teams wanted to show their outrage at something that most of them are unable to define. They make a fortune doing what they love. Be happy. Be cool. A football game that fans are paying so much money to watch and enjoy is no place to protest. Most of that money goes to the players anyways. Find another way to protest. Stand proudly for your national anthem or be suspended without pay. Uh, again, some of you listeners, some of my listeners out there, I know you're going to disagree with me on this, but I I just wish the president would just leave this. I mean, president's a, a private a citizen as well, this country, and he has a right to weigh in on this stuff. I get that. But for a sitting president of the United States to come out and say stand or be suspended without pay, which, you know, it's progress, I guess, because I remember when the NFL was instituting a new national anthem policy earlier this year where they said all players will be required to stand for the anthem, and if they don't want to, that's fine. You have to stay in the locker room. I remember the president, when he reacted to that, he says, well, that's good. I think they should stand or you shouldn't be in the country. Kind of a love-it-or-leave-it attitude. So I guess this is progress. He, he you know, He's not saying here, oh, I think they should leave the country, but he's saying they should be suspended without pay. Again, no official of the government should be even making suggestions about how a business should conduct it itself. And here's the thing. The president just ensured that more players are going to are going to kneel during the national anthem. And you know what? Again, this may be unpopular with some of my listeners. I, I'll support the players 100% who are going to kneel in response to a sitting president saying that they shouldn't do it. Because that is a very bedrock of the First Amendment, is government should not have word one to say about how you express yourself or about the words you say. You know, obviously, there are obvious exceptions like libel or slander uh, or threatening to assassinate the president. Okay, those are forms of speech, obviously, that are beyond the bounds. Okay, I get that. But for, again, our nation's top executive to say that they shouldn't kneel and they should be suspended without pay. Again, government should ha- shouldn't have word one to say about it. And this is just con- going to continue to drag on. And here's the thing. It was pretty much dissipating at the beginning of last season. Not nearly m- as many players were kneeling. And then, of course, it was late September uh, of last year. It was about four or five weeks into the NFL season where the president, again, came out and, and said, wouldn't you love for the owners to say to these players that kneel, you know, hey, yeah, SOB, get off the field, you're fired. You know, I mean, come on. So this this one is just going to continue to drag on and on. Again, I'm I'm all for teams having the ability to set their own specific policies. Now, Jerry Jones, Dallas Cowboys. I mean, even before this whole flap started two years ago when Colin Kaepernick uh, didn't stand for the national anthem, this is how it all got started. Uh, Jerry Jones, owner of the Dallas Cowboys, his his thing is you know, you'll stand during the national anthem, or you're not going to play for my team. End of story. And again, that's. That's not a First Amendment issue because this is a private. This is the owner of a franchise, an NFL franchise, making these rules. This isn't an agent of the government. So people who you show your ignorance and you say, "Well, you know, these NFL owners are trying to squelch your First Amendment rights." No, they're not. You're more than welcome to do what you want to do. 
without fear of retribution from the government, about fe- without fear of going to jail. But does that mean an employer owes you, they uh, owe you employment because if you don't work within the framework of their of their franchise's rules, of course not. So again, I'm all I'm all for. And isn't it amazing? By the way, you think about this, and I'll, I'll probably talk about this next hour. You know how how Alex Jones Infowars, like uh, like Apple and Facebook, and and I believe um, Twitter, maybe YouTube, some of these big tech companies are starting to ban a lot of his content because they're calling it "quote unquote" you know hate speech. You know, a lot of the same people who are saying, "How dare the NFL try to silence these players?" or "How dare the NFL try to dictate its own worldview?" to these players by not allowing them to stand. But in the, but then these are the same people who are, who are standing up and cheering Facebook and YouTube and Apple for banning Alex Jones. Okay. It's kind of a, I don't know if you see your own contradiction there, but it is definitely there. I'd love to see a Venn diagram, by the way, of those who are squawking that the NFL shouldn't be able to impose its will on the NFL players. And then also on the other side, those who are lauding Facebook and YouTube and Apple for for squelching speech they don't like, okay. So I, I'm just saying it's a, it's a complete contradiction. I don't know if you see that, but uh, allow me to uh, give you that public service if you don't see it. So, again, this is all the president is doing here is just ensuring more and more players are going to kneel. And you know what? I would prefer they didn't. I've said it. I've gone on record saying many times I would prefer they didn't. But as long as there's no concrete set policy by a specific team, and the and the team owners are okay with it. So be it. Again, I may I may disagree with the methodology, but I'm not never going to say there's no way they should not be doing that. It's disrespectful. It's unpatriotic. Da, da, da. You know, again, this is a long discussion that I've had on this show before. And <laughs> looks like I may continue to have because it doesn't look like it's going to stop anytime soon, especially with the president continuing to weigh in the way he has. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, our number one, effectively in the can. Our number two coming up, we're going to be talking about some local political issues. Uh, expand a little bit more on the story of Alex Jones being banned on certain platforms and how a legit and how a, the governor of New York is using the power of his office to try to undermine the NRA. Yeah, that's that's what they, we call a real First Amendment uh, uh, infringement. AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, coming back with our number two in mere moments. Go nowhere. When A.C. Nelson RV World has the end-of-season clearance, you know it's a biggie. Multitudes come to Shakopee to save. Choose from over 150 red-tagged RVs, including Ice Castle and Patriot Ice Cave Fish Houses. A.C. Nelson's double-duty travel trailer converts from camping to ice fishing. This is our biggest RV clearance of the year. One not to miss. A.C. Nelson RV World invites you to be a customer for life. The Minnesota legislative session is over. So what is the impact of new laws on tax policy, government spending, and education reforms? Do these changes get Minnesota back on track or further away? The Roadmap to Prosperity from Americans for Prosperity Minnesota lays out the key point. It's a simple guide to help make Minnesota the best state to live, work, and raise a family. Check it out at mnroadmap.com and join host Jason Flores for Americans for Prosperity Radio, Saturdays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need morehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need morehair.com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on. Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards. 
demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. If you could cook up the world's greatest radio station, what ingredients would you need? We'd start by mixing in high-quality, free-range wellness experts. Then we'd add in a generous scoop of the topics that matter most to you. Finally, we'd stir in a certified organic website full of helpful resources and garnish with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not some half-baked idea. It's on the air right now. Wellness Radio 1570, online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K2. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.